Hello, hello. Today's story is called Fancy Nancy Poet Extraordinaire by Jane O'Connor and Robin Price Glasser. Bonjour, everybody. I think poetry is sensational. That's fancy for really, really terrific. Even the word poetry sounds so beautiful and fancy to me. Every day, my teacher, Ms. Glass, reads our class a poem. My favorites are the funny ones. We are also writing our own poems. My best friend, Bree, wrote one about hiccups. You can read it. Bree is very creative, which is fancy for full of imagination. Love, Nancy Clancy. My name rhymes, so I am naturally poetic. A poetry survey. This is the name of this section or chapter. Our class is doing a survey, which means you ask a bunch of people the same question. What is your favorite poem? And then you write down their answers. Here's my sister's favorite. I asked Miss Glass if nursery rhymes counted as poems, and she said, absolutely. My sister's poem. It's Diddle Diddle Dumpling. Diddle Diddle Dumpling. My son John went to bed with his stockings on. One shoe off. One shoe on, diddle diddle dumpling, my son John. I took this photo. Um, huh? Oh, hold on. Okay. I took this photo. My sister is pretending she is John. Like there's a picture of her sister under the bed. I'll read it again. Diddle diddle dumpling, my son John went to bed with his stockings on. One shoe off, one one shoe on. Diddle diddle dumpling, my son John. My dad's favorite is Blowin' in the Wind by Bob Dylan. It's a song, the lyrics, which are words, also count as poetry. Mrs. Devine, my neighbor, grows all kinds of flowers. Her favorite poem is the very first one she learned when she was a little girl. It's called Dig In by George Shannon. Dig a little, dig a lot. Dig a brand new garden spot. Plant a little, plant a lot. Plant the seeds and bulbs you bought. Wait a little, wait a lot. Wait much longer than you thought. Pick a little, pick a lot. Share the best bouquet you've got. My mom loves poems that tell a story. She read Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe to me. It was, it's about a beautiful princess who has died and the guy who will go on loving her forever. The poem is so sad. It's tragic. Warning, I bet reading this poem will make you cry too. And there she is. She's crying as her mommy's reading her the poem. I called my grandpa. He likes limericks. They are funny poems that always have five lines that rhyme. This is the one I liked best. A circus performer named Brian once smiled as he rode on a lion. They came back from the ride, but with Brian inside and a smile on the face of the lion by Anonymous. Anonymous means nobody knows who wrote this. There are just lots of fancy words in this in poetry. So here's a picture of their poet tree. And it's a tree. <laughs> and it's a tree on the wall with everyone's palms taped, taped on it to make um, branches and Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah, there's leaves on there too. You no, know, the leaves are where the poetry is. Oh. It looks like they're on the the branches too, maybe. No, today Mom, Oh I see. Okay. Today we made a poetry in our classroom. Get it? Poetry. Poetry sounds like poetry. Each paper leaf will have a poem. Oh you're right, that we compose. To compose means something um, that you wrote it yourself. So it means you wrote it yourself. We're going to read our poems on family day. I haven't written mine yet. I want it to be great. Robert was worried his poem was too short, but look what Miss Glass wrote on the back of his leaf. It says, Pizza Pie by Robert. Peter eats a lot of pizza. And the teacher wrote, Robert, I like how your first line puts two words together to rhyme with pizza. Did you know that two lines of poetry are called a couplet? Cool. Here's Bree's poem, Horrible Hiccups by Bree. Hick, hick, 
Hiccups make my tummy jump in and out. I hold my breath till I turn red. Hic! It didn't work. I hate hiccups. Miss Glass wrote debris on the back. I hate hiccups too. Your poem makes me think you had hiccups while you were writing it. Ms. Glass showed everybody how to make a poem out of our names. You write the letters in a column, and then for each letter, you think of a word that describes something about you. So you would do H-A-R-P-E-R, and you'd write something in, for each letter to describe you. But how? Um, like A for honest. Oh, I'm sorry, H for honest. A for awesome. R for, you know, think of something rad or something it about yourself. It doesn't have to rhyme for this not this what kind of poetry. This is this is a different one. This is about um, it's like a name poem. So you write the letters in the column, and then for each letter you think of a word that describes something about you. And here's Clara's. She was getting over a cold when she wrote it. C L A R A Clara. C for cookie crazy. L for lovable. A for artistic. R for runny nose. And A for American. The next chapter is called Palace of Poetry. Maybe you already know that Bree and I have a club. We look for insects and other interesting stuff in nature. Now, after school, we go to our clubhouse to write poetry. We call it our Palace of Poetry. And um, there, it's like a little pretty fort, blanket fort. Out of Bree's. Bree wrote all of that. Yeah. She's stuck, huh? Bree wrote a lot. It says, Poetry is superb. Poetry is glorious. Poetry is lyrical. Inspiration. We don't talk much, but sometimes we put the radio on. Music often gives you inspiration. That is a tray fancy word for something that helps you get good ideas. Here's what you need. Beautiful soft music. A notebook. Glittery cover is good for inspiration. A pen with a plume. That's fancy for feather. Bouquet of flowers. Plenty of refreshments because it's hard to be creative if you're hungry. Brie wrote this poem today. Now she can make another leaf for the poetry at school. How come writing poems is so easy for Brie? It's called Fighting with My Brother. I wasn't ready to read to Freddy or play a game, so he called me a name. I told my mother. She got mad at my brother. Now Freddy was sad, and I felt bad. We made up that night. That was the end of the fight. Brie. I later tell my mom, I'm stuck. I can't think of anything to write. Everything sounds stupid. My mom says, take a relaxing breath. Close your eyes. Take a relaxing bath. Bless you. Close your eyes. And I bet an idea will pop into your head. So that's what I do. I add lots of bubbles in the bath for inspiration. I stay in the bubble bath for a long time. Long, long time. When I get out, I'm very clean and my fingers are all pruny, but I still don't have a good idea for a poem. Uh, like her fingers are all shrivelly. Her skin has um, gotten. Um, it looks like the shape, the texture of a prune, because she's been sitting in the water for soaking. Prune. prune is like a dried, is a fruit, like a. A plum, a dried plum. Yeah, I think so. Kind of something like that, but it's um, it kind of very wrinkly. Maybe cool. not quite. Oh, that's cool. Good job. Writer's block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pit. When I tell Ms. Glass about being stuck, she says, oh, that's called writer's block. It happens to everybody. It'll go away. And here's what we talk about. A poem doesn't have to rhyme, right? I ask. That's right. Bree's poem about hiccups doesn't rhyme. So is a poem. Um, so anything's a poem as long as the words are in short lines? No. Poems are special. The words have rhythm and are fun to read aloud. Often a poem makes a picture in words. 
Are there other rules? Well, some kinds of poems have rules, but lots of poems don't. And that's why writing them is fun. Then Miss Glasses, you're a creative girl. I'm sure you will write a wonderful poem. Oh, I'm not sure about that. And her head is on the table. She's so sad. After school, I want to go straight to the Palace of Poetry, but I can't. We need to find a birthday present and card for my grandfather. There's so many birthday cards, it's hard to choose. Nearly everyone has a poem inside. There are also cards for special people, like a best friend or someone who's sick. Suddenly, I get an idea for a poem. An idea that's superb. Guess Who by Nancy M. Clancy. Her earrings dingle dangle. Her hair's never in a tangle. Who can it be? It's Miss Glass. If I have any troubles, they pop like bubbles. When I go to talk to Miss Glass, I think I'm the luckiest girl. I have the best teacher in the world. You know who it is. It's Miss Glass. At home, I sit with my notebook and my pen with a plume. Little by little, I get inspiration. On family day, I read my poem. I read with a lot of emotion. That's fancy for feelings. Later, Miss Glass whispers, I am so flattered. What you wrote, Nancy, is called an ode. That's a poem that says what is special about someone. An ode? How fancy. Anytime I find a poem I love, I put it in this book that I'm making. It's called Favorite Poems of Nancy and Clancy. I actually don't have a middle name, but I like to add M because it looks fancy. And here's a few different poems that she has in her notebook. Do you want me to read these to you guys? Okay. In the Motel by XJ Kennedy. Bouncing, bouncing on the beds, my brother Bob and I cracked heads. People next door heard the crack, whammed on the wall, so we wham back. Dad's razor caused an overload, and wow, did the TV set explode. Someone's car backed fast and tinkle. In our windshield was a wrinkle. Eight more days on the road. Hooray, what a bang-up holiday. I think this poem is so funny. I stayed at the City Squire Motel once with my family, but we didn't wreck our room. Here's another one called Five Little Pumpkins. Oh, Harper, you know this one. It's by Anonymous. It says, Five little pumpkins sitting on the gate. The first one said, The second one said, Oh, it says, but we don't care. The third one says, I see witches in the air. The fourth one said, let's run and run and run. The fifth one said, get ready for some fun. Then whoosh went the wind. That's a little different. It's a little different. Whoosh went the wind and out went the lights. And five little pumpkins rolled out of sight. The next one's called Picking Berries by Douglas Florian. Picking berries is very fun. Very, very, merry fun. Extraordinary fun. Cherry, cheery, berry fun. This is a tongue twister. Read, read it out loud. You'll see what I mean. First Snow by Marie Louise Allen. Snow. Okay, hold in. Can you leave it alone, please? Snow makes... Do you still want me to read? Okay. Snow makes whiteness where it falls. The bushes look like popcorn balls. In places where I always play, looks like somewhere else today. There's a few more poems. Polly Walks School by Arnold Lobel. Underneath the lily pads where the mud is cool, many pollywogs swim their way to school. We go to class each day, said one, and all we do is wiggle. We do not read, we do not write, we only squirm and giggle. Pollywogs turn into frogs, that rhymes, this she said. As soon as Fred gets out of bed by Jack Prelutsky. As soon as Fred gets out of bed, his underwear goes on his head. His mother laughs. Don't put that there. A head's no place for underwear. But near his ears above his brain is where Fred's underwear remains. At night when Fred goes back to bed, he deftly plucks it off his head. His mother switches off the light and softly croons, Good night, good night. And then for reasons no one knows, Fred's underwear goes on his toes. Ms. Glass is right. 
Poems can be about anything, even underwear. I wish I had a poem about a tea party, because I have tea parties all the time with my doll, Maribel Lavinia Chandelier. As soon as I find one I really like, I'll add it to my collection. Did you know that a collection of poems is called an anthology? Isn't that about the fanciest word you've ever heard? Start an anthology of your own. It's fun. The end.